Hello and you're very welcome to the Women's Rugby Pod. I'm Johnny Hammond and the latest in our mini-series today, we truly have a legend of the game. Huge privilege and honour to welcome on the show a man who guided England to World Cup victory in 2014. It is a huge, big, man-hug, warm welcome to Gary Street. Well, thank you very much, Johnny. Have a, a very nice introduction. Oh, don't be silly. Um, so, yes, we're going to do this uh, all-time. You, you got all-time England 15, yes? All-time England 15, I'm picking, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing it's taken you a little while and a little bit of thought. Or perhaps not. Uh, no, it did. And um, and I actually had, to have, actually had to ring one of the players to ask them permission for a position they can cover as well, because it, it felt that real to me. <laughs> I would have thought you'd have sort of your England all-time England 15 locked down in your head somewhere but with the amount of hours you've gone up and down motorways over the years um, yeah but I think it was really good and I wanted to get mixed obviously I didn't want it to be just the World Cup team although it's a, there's a there's a good mix of those in there but also players that, that I first, when I first started seeing women's rugby many many years ago who sort of were shining lights and, and a bit of a mix as well so uh, hopefully I've um, Hopefully, got a pretty decent squad out. Great stuff. Shall we start? Where else? But uh, but up front, shall we? Let's start one yeah, to eight, that... and then nine to fifteen. Let's uh, let's do it that way, Gary. Uh, so, Gary, Can we get one to eight, and then I can and intersperse with more replacements as we go along to make the to make it make sense. Love it. Perfect. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. You, your team. You do it how you like. So, uh, Gary Street's all time England fifteen. Starting with Loosehead is can only be Rocky Rochelle Clark. No, no other. Nobody came into the frame for that one. Why? I mean, what? Did she get a few caps or uh, just a few? I think was it 130 something? <clears throat> um, yeah, just longevity, um, mental strength, desire, um, ability to reinvent herself from being, you know, as she did herself, but. Uh, Heavy loose head when she first got into the squad to to becoming an absolute machine of a of a prop and just um, somebody you'd always want on your side. Yeah, so be be doing a few of these as you, as you know, Gary, and uh, she crops up a hell of a lot. Just that, yeah, that ability to she was just inspired, wasn't she, by the youngsters coming along saying, "No, no, you're not having my shirt, not yet. I'm not, I'm not quite done." Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they put on our shirt again next year, to be honest. Oh, amazing! Yeah, I mean, she's doing straight arm hill sprints on a Sunday morning, all over <laughs> all over social media. So she's uh, she's still in great shape and a yeah, wonderful, wonderful human being as well. So uh, let's go tight head. Yeah, um, again for me, um, Sophie Hemming. So the uh, the World Cup final prop, Sophie, one of the most astonishing people you'd ever meet. Um, the hard work that she put into to make herself the best tight in the world. Um, Technique-wise, as good, as good as anybody in the in the male or female game as, as a technician, um, and now it's transformed into some world champion downhill cycling monster as well. So, um, yeah, her ability to work hard and, and mental desire is, is is incredible. And one of my favourite photos ever was the, um, the the 2009 game in New Zealand where we beat them at Twickenham and. Sophie's a jutting jaw, jutting jaw is the. Uh, Do you want to pop your jaw back in? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just, just scaring and intense. Uh, their eyeballing the her New Zealand cans part was uh, was quite frightening. So uh, yeah, Sophie Hemming comes in there. Just quietly, so talented and so much ability. Just 
you knew she was there if you're playing against her, but kind of, you know, you certainly wouldn't sing and dance about it, which is just an incredible operator. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Sandwiched in between then, I suspect you've got a few, few options here. Yeah, loads of options, <clears throat> both sort of Fish and McCroker and, and the whole host going back. But this is where I'm going to go off-piste here. And it's not her best position, as she's aware. Um, but I needed to get into the team somewhere just for her cackle in, in the uh, training. And Amy Turner goes into number two. Amy Turner, more sort of recognised. You were talking about 2009 there. And obviously she was a scrum half there. Wonderfully gifted gifted player. Then later on moved moved to hooker. Yeah, well, she moved to centre as well for a while at 12. Then yeah. moved to hooker. Um, just in, incredible skills. Uh, one of the most naturally gifted players I've ever coached. Um, a joy to be around. Her, her, her smile and laugh is infectious. And um, I, I needed a round for the uh, post-match celebrations as well. Understood. And now making some serious waves in coaching as well, isn't she, uh, is Amy? Yeah, doing a great job, did some stuff at, at Quinn's and now sort of working with the RFU with the, the pathway. And um, <clears throat> yeah, she's um, yeah, great human being and um, had to have her in the team somewhere. Lovely stuff. Into the second row there behind uh, Rocky Clark, Amy Turner and Sophie Hemming. I'm going to take a steer if that's okay, Johnny, first and we'll do our front row place. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, absolutely. My mistake. <laughs> No, no problem at all. So, um, I've gone with a frightening pair to come on um, when when the opposition is hiring. I'm going to bring on the fearsome Amy Garnett and Teresa O'Reilly, um, which would strike the fear into any front row. And Amy Garnett not starting would be snarling from the bench, looking at me most of the game, saying, when am I going on, coach? Um, so, they're going to come on and, and uh, destroy everybody. Uh, Teresa O'Reilly, uh, tell us a little bit more about her, Gary. Yeah, so go back to 2002 World Cups and that. And um, if I recall, she was black belt in judo. Um, again, just a steely competitor. brought a real hardness and um, and sort of a, a ferocity to a, to a game that that, that was uh, not necessarily that prevalent at the time. But um, yeah, just just would come on and, and again just just do a job. Um, but sort of a, with a I could kill you with a with a chocolate to the back of your head type stare about her. Nice. Great stuff. So Amy Garnett and uh, Trisha O'Reilly coming on for your front rows. So, uh, yes, uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there now. Second rows. Second rows again. Some great second rows. Jenny Sutton, also known as TJ, Karen Henderson from from probably a while back. But I can go with anything other than Joe McGillchrist and Tamara Taylor. Um, two of the two exceptional athletes, two great rugby players. And um, and gave us effectively five back rowers in, in, in a squad in, a, in an eight. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that was your starting lock pairing, wasn't it, for uh, for the World Cup final? Yeah, um, I think Joe's probably most famous for a tackle on Carlo Hoheifu in 2010. Um, just her athleticism, I remember watching her from go from one side of the pitch, you know, thinking, oh, bless her, she's having a right go, and you know, what, what good effort. And then she caught her and got back up and turned the ball over. So, um, yeah, uh, incredible athlete. Yeah, we... Um... Yeah, you guys, uh, yourself and Joe, were very, very kind. of gave us uh, some time. We did that rerun of the 2014 World Cup. And yeah, spoke oh, just no, no trace on what she says at all. She's just straight down the line. Um, and a wonderful, yeah, wonderfully talented player. My goodness. So, tomorrow, Taylor. Tomorrow, that dummy in the final, Taylor and Joe McGillchrist. <laughs> Who's going to back them up? It's in the back row. Right, OK, fine. Going to the back row then. 
Um, I was so um, no, yeah. So we'll go back row first because that's I've, I've had a bit of poetic license as well. So it makes sense if we do the back row and then the backups. No problem at all, Gary. Right. So obviously host the back row. Um, I'll go with you know the rest of the that World Cup squad that came into this contention: the Packer, Matthews, Fisher, um, one of the all-time greats, Helen Flippens as well. Um, I've now got massive brownie points for that. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Being the, the, the lady who... Uh, yeah, it's now my wife. Oh, there you are, yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, but was a very good player as well. Um, but number six, I'm going to go with Sarah Hunter, and um, who stands out as a, as a beacon as well, and probably got a few caps herself. Yeah, magic. Uh, so Sarah Hunter at six, seven? Seven can only be Maggie the Machine. Um, greatest player in the world at, her, at the, the height of her. She, um, I was I just been to Graham Smith about her the other day and and just watching some of the, the Super Rugby over the weekend and you know sort of there's, there's there's a few mistakes. I think the fact that it doesn't matter whether they win or lose sometimes sort of takes the edge off some of the performances. If you watch Maggie Alfonsi on a Sunday afternoon in the old days with ten people watching playing bottom of the league, she would play the game as over the World Cup final. I, I never saw her play a game that wasn't the most important game in her life. And that's that just marked her out for me. She would be world-class in every single training session and game she ever played in. And that's quite a thing to be able to do. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Maggie Machine at seven and at eight. And at eight, the incomparable Jill Burns. Um, Jill was just ahead of her time, incredibly talented at all sorts, as well as playing the guitar. Um, and ballet and dance and singing and just one of the nicest humans on the planet, I think. And um, lovely since we have Friday sing-along with her mum on a weekly basis during the lockdown. Um, but as a player, she was a, a phenomenon. She she was she seemed bigger, faster, stronger than, than everybody else on, on the field. And um, yeah, uh, Jill Burns is number eight. Jill Burns, NBA please. She gets, I mean, she gets really, really touchy if you don't. Don't put that in the Ian. Wonderful player, Jill Burns. Yeah, just oh, ate up the ground, didn't she? That stride, unbelievable. Yeah, um, correct. Who's, so, McGilchrist, uh, Taylor, Hunter, Alfonsi, Burns is your back five. Yeah. So when they begin to tire, should they tire? Yeah, so um, my two, I've, I've picked two more back row because I had I did phone up Sarah Hunter and told her that she's going to go into the row when Burnsy gets tired um, and we're going to push things around. Um, she took it with good, with good grace and that, but I thought I'd better phone her first of all. I saw the selection, so she wasn't upset. Because um, <laughs> it does mean then that I've got space for Georgia Stevens at, at six to come on. Um, incredible. And I, I know time and time again, it's a bit of a cliche to be called the Richard Hill of women's rugby, but, you know, post-game, when you look back at what she did, her stats on ball carrying, hitting rucks, hitting breakdowns, all, all the stuff that's just needed for, uh, week in, week out. Um, and again, one of the one of the nicest people off the pitch and then just turned into this absolute machine when she steps over the white line. Um, so George Stevens and Kath Spence comes on to come back into number eight. And again, as everybody's tiring, um, the polar bear herself will come on and disrupt many or more and uh, carry with great vigour and energy. Tremendous, yeah, former England captain as well. So yeah, that's yeah, just 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 three England captains in, in that back five potentially. So uh, you're not certainly not struggling for any leadership anyway, Gary. Uh, so Gary Street's all-time England fifteen. His pack is 
Rochelle Rocky Clark, Amy Turner, Sophie Hemming make up the front row. Joma Gilchrist and Tamara Taylor the second row. Sarah Hunter, Maggie Alfonsi and Jill Burns are the back row. Backed up by Amy Garnett, Teresa O'Reilly, Georgia Stevens and Catherine Mudmore Mascara Spencer. I'm Sarah Hunter, and you're listening to the Women's Rugby Pod. That's a pack there, Johnny. That is some pack, isn't it? My goodness. Yeah. It's got everything. It's ticking every box there, as we would expect from a selection from you. So they're going to win you lots and lots of ball. Who is going to control matters at halfback, Gary Street? Uh, obviously, it worked with lots of quality nines. You know, Mo Hunt, I think Leanne Riley's the best defender in rugby I've seen at the moment but the all-time great I think for those for those who saw it at peak um, Emma Mitchell I um, had a chat with Nolly Waterman a couple of weeks ago and she, she caught Emma at the back end of Emma's career and she was a young 16 year old and looked at this who, who she described and, and quite affectionately as this old lady standing next to her I thought I'm going to have I'm going to have an armchair ride today and was absolutely destroyed by Emma in every department. She said she's just got this speed of a pass, her ability to run and kick and see space. And I remember one of the first women's games I ever saw and this player just stood out for the, just her technical ability that was way beyond everybody on the pitch. And, and um, yeah, just, just now stand. And then again, I'm, I think I've managed to pick most of the nicest people in the world. It might seem as well. So, um, in other words, some of my selection or not. But um, but yeah, Emma, Emma by a by mile for me. So, so Emma Mitchell at uh, nine outside her. I've got to her replacement, Johnny. If that's Ooh, okay. Yeah, no, no, apologies. Keep doing that, don't I? So yeah, yeah. Like England captain Emma Mitchell is going to be re- got, replaced yeah, by replaced by England captain Joe Yap. Um, <laughs> I had the pleasure of um, of meeting Jo when she was quite young. She was 14. Um, I, I coached against her, her dad, Rod, who was a brilliant character. And um, we, we'd had a bit of an exchange on, on the field when I was playing. He was coaching. And um, I was met by this big, poor hand grubbing by in the uh, in the bar afterwards, thinking I'm in trouble here. And and um, he pulled round and we had a big hug. And he said, um, I want you to come and look at my daughter. I think she's going to be good. And it was it was Jo. And... Um, so we go back a long time and just what an outstanding player as well. Her pace was incredible, great pass. And um, and again, uh, what a lovely person and doing a great job at Worcester now. Yeah, absolutely. I'll yeah, completely back that up. In a bit of a couple of times, but yeah, just uh, what, a, what a lovely person, as you say. Clearly her influence rubbing off uh, at, uh, at six ways. Um, so those, those are your nines, your two nines, outside at uh, at ten. So it sounds some some greats from going a while back. Um, I never saw a chance to see Karen Allman, but heard amazing stuff about her. Um, Shelley Ray, Karen Andrew, who changed the the kicking game in, in women's rugby in, in in a lot of ways. Um, but again, um, I'm going for another England captain, unsurprisingly, Johnny and Katie McLean. Katie McLean, as she was Katie Daly McLean, now captain to that trophy lift in 2014 as well. Um, I'll never forget being on being on commentary. They, they ran out, didn't they, from 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 the end, didn't you? Um, and Katie got the guy, guys together in a huddle, and it was just one long bleep. It was hilarious. <laughs> I think she broke. Yeah, I think she broke the world record for Fs in a, in a minute. I think didn't she on Sky? I was there. Yeah. But you know, 
again, um, yeah, sorry, and Katie Daly McLean, um, as she as she now is, was just what a competitor. Um, she she saw the game that I wanted to play on the pitch. Um, she she saw she saw the game five seconds ahead. And still does. Like, you know, yeah. the, the level play that still is is absolutely incredible for somebody. I think she's in her forties now, maybe. Um, but um, <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, just what a player. What, what um, can't speak on it. We we spent many many an hour together in a in a pitch in some lonely part of the the northeast in rain and snow and mud and you know we were you know and we're still we're still close now and I, I love to keep in touch with her and I still uh, still like like to have some banter on the phone with her. Yeah, no, <laughs> tremendous character as well and a yeah, quality operator. So Emma Mitchell, Katie Dale were clean half back to Joe Yap backing up. Do you want to go? I'm going to go my back up to Katie. Yeah. Cool. Um, so again, maybe people won't won't know this player um, as much, but absolutely miles ahead of her time was Kate Knight. Um, played at Old Lems and England fly half. Um, again, was was ahead of the game with, with a kicking game, which which was which was not great at the time. Um, her running game was, was just brilliant and um, and brought real control to it. And um, it's, a, it's a shame. I think she probably could have played a, a lot longer. And the way she played. Um, she could play in the modern game today, and it'd be great to uh, great to see what she could do. Oh, outstanding! Um, so Kate Knight, the backup uh, ten. Do you want to go to the midfield next, Gary? Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. Um, in my long journeys up and down the motorways, as you mentioned, Johnny, and trying to spending hours trying to think of the uh, best combinations of everything, this was probably the easiest one for me, um, and it could only be Rachel Burford and Emily Scarrett. Nice, the World Cup winning centre pairing, of course. Um, my little pod wife, Berth, um and Scout. Yeah, wonderful combination. Great yin and yang to that combination. What what, what made them so special, Gary? What makes them so special? Yeah, uh, I've done a disservice uh, there when I've retired them both. You know, what, what makes them so special, Gary? It certainly is a unit anyway. Yeah, um, just that, yeah. And if the yin and yang thing's right, the, the ability of, of Rachel's passing, which... You know, he's, he's the best in the world still. Emily Scarrett. Has there been anybody picked aside that hasn't got Scarrett? Uh, no. Yeah. Um, I think that probably speaks volumes. Um, she can do everything, can't she, Scars? Um The combination of them, how, how long they played together, I think they still could. Um, and again, two of the nicest people you could meet. So uh, in my in my nice nicest England rugby team, those two uh, come in with their rugby ability as well. Right up there. Cool. Um, I just think back to my notes. No, Donna Kennedy didn't select Emily Scarrett at thirteen, but uh, Donna went a little bit, a uh, little bit Scottish um, yeah. with her selection. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it doesn't I often just write down Scarrett, Rocky Clark in these positions before anyone does <laughs> these teams. So uh, yes, o- on the wings then, out wide. Let's see. Oh, let's do the back three, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Um, this was probably one of the most difficult ones from from me. The quality. Of, of wings we've had in the past, people like Charlotte Barris, Cat Merchant, and we felt him for a pace many years ago as it was the quickest thing on the rugby field. Nicky Crawford, the Worcester Express, known as, known as Browner, um, a whole host of abilities out wide, but um, why two wingers are going to be Fee Pocock and Sue Day. Um, incredible talents, a pair of them. Uh, Fee, Pocock, Fee Pocock, again, so, so talented. Unfortunately, missed out the, the World Cup final 2010 with, with the injury in the semi-final against Australia, um, which was so unfortunate, might have made a difference in the final. And Sue Day, again, one of the, the first players I saw playing and 
just the most amazing ability to look as though she's jogging while leaving everybody for dead. And it literally was a sort of half jog and Daisy was off. Um, so, yeah, quite extraordinary to see um, many, many years ago. And, um, yeah, that, those wings would be a bit of a handful. Absolutely, yeah. Nice nice skills there. And then at fullback? Yeah, deep, and again, one of the easiest picks for me. Um, the, uh, the one and only Nolly Waterman. Um, you know, the Jason Robinson of, of women's rugby, footwork extraordinary. Scored some of the best tries ever in women's rugby, probably. Um, hard as nails for, for a size. And again, absolutely lovely human being, as, as the rest of my squad is. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the fact that you're picking on that nicest ability. No, no, it's obviously not, not rugby ability. Yeah, only Waterman with the with those feet, quite outstanding. Yeah, player with 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 ball in hand. Um, so yeah, back three then. Well, let, you know, let, let's yeah, let, let's talk about back back three. Fee Pocock, Sue Day, Nolly Waterman, and backing that sort of back line up. Backing that back line, um, and. Both for rugby ability and probably one of the these most important moments in in women's rugby history in England is uh, is Kim Shaler. Um, in the 2006 World Cup, there was a, there was um, it was quite important to get to the final. Our, our funding going on was was at the time from from Sport England was based on the fact of getting to the World Cup final, as, as, and as we know, those sort of um, as with Olympic sports these days, you, you, you have a market to get to, and ours was getting to the final. Um, if we didn't, that would have had serious implications on the whole of the women's game in England. And uh, as we're leading with a minute to go, Heather Moyes, the uh, Canadian bobsleigh gold medalist who transferred to rugby, was uh, was diving into the corners to score, which would have uh, sent us out. And uh, Kim Shaler made the most remarkable try-saving tackle to um, to spare us not only get to the final, but... Um, continued our funding the next season for women's rugby to carry on so uh yeah very talented kim shaler but had uh, one of the most uh, important moments in the game wow um and yeah yeah not not many people actually uh, know that story um but as you say yeah one of the most important acts in the history of uh of english women's rugby so then uh gary street's all-time england 15 we will go through in one second because out of your 47 captains that you have in your 22-player <laughs> squad, who is going to wear the armband to, to trot out? I think there's um, th- there's obviously a lot of lot of contenders there, but I think the person that everybody would listen to the most is Jill Burns. And um, she would lead with uh, an incredible desire, but, uh, a way to play the game and the values of the game will be, will be driven through Jill. Wow, and you got some voices there. Sue Day, former captain, Scarrett, Daley McLean, Mitchell, Hunter, Spencer. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, Jill Burns, the sort of the, the grandma dab, isn't she really of uh, of English rugby? So uh, she is your she is your captain for this all time England fifteen, which uh, goes thus: uh, Rocky Clark at one, Amy Turner two, Sophie Hemming at tight head, Joe Gilchrist and Tamara Taylor in the second row. Sarah Hunter at six with Maggie Alfonsi and Jill Burns making up that back row. Emma Mitchell and Katie Day McLean are at nine and ten. Fee Pocock on the left wing. Rachel Burford and Emily Scarrett in the midfield. Sue Day at 14 and Nolly Waterman at 15. Happy Gary. Absolutely. That's, that's a team I would love to. I would love to coach that team. It's not bad, is it, that? 
Very, very good. And how many of your World Cups are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Good. Good mix as well. Yeah, so half and half mix, and you know they were the best in the world, so that, a lot of them deserve to be in it. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they weren't bad, but um, yeah, I think the squad and the I mean that bench coming on is gonna he's gonna absolutely destroy people as well. So um, yeah, very happy with my twenty two. Outstanding, Gary. Thank you so so much for for doing that for us. I know people are really enjoying these, and it just just gives another. A little half hour, isn't it? It's like, it's like what about something about a boy, isn't it? That film where uh, Hugh Grant has half an hour segments to fill. It's a bit like that in lockdown, isn't it? So uh, if we can fill a half an hour of that with uh, legends of the game picking picking their legends uh, to play the I don't know the Martian fifteen or whatever it is, then uh, then then then, uh, then so be it. So I really really appreciate you doing that today. Thank you so much, Gary. No problem, Johnny. Absolute pleasure.